John likes tech and lives in Indiana, you know Kevin likes the Dodgers and talks on the radio John plays games on Xbox and on his Nintendo While Kevin runs around LA with his mustachio It's the Lack of Genius Podcast In your ear holes at last They don't know they're Mars from Venus That's why it's the Lack of Genius Podcast It's, it's not the spookiest theme song no, that no. ever existed but it, It's a good one though It's a lot better than others I've heard yeah, well, thank you for that, and it's good to see you, John. Good to see you too, Kevin. Um, yeah, well, you know, the reason I mentioned Spooky is because this is our Halloween episode. It is. Yep. It is the week prior to Halloween as we're recording this. Are you dressing up, John? We talked. We talked at the end of last week about costume uh, ideas because I said you should be Jason Momoa. I haven't thought of an idea yet, but I, and sometimes a classic go-to for me is a lumberjack, just because I've got <laughs> jeans, just- I've got boots, <laughs> I've got suspenders, I wear plaid shirts. And I have an axe, so. <laughs> and you have an axe. You didn't even mention the beard, but like, yeah, you were you were born to be a lumberjack. What, maybe a beanie on top of that? Yeah, I've, I've got one somewhere. You know what you need is a second lumberjack, and you need one of those long saws, those old school saws. Where one <laughs> the crosscut saws, the, yeah. Yes. You would make, uh, on Halloween, you'd make a great lumberjack, and in everyday life, you'd make a great lumberjack. <laughs> you have that in you, for sure. What I decided to do is I, I decided to um, get one of those um, colorful hats that have the spinny propeller on top. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Yeah. And then I'm going to, I got a Dodger sticker that I'm going to put on it, so it looks like a Dodger hat. I'm going to be wearing a Dodger jersey, and I'm going to be a Dodger fan. Ah. Yeah, you, you're with me. You are You want to hear that rim shot, don't you? That, <laughs> that was a terrible rim shot. Uh, yeah, so, you know, it's not the best thing I've ever done, but for what I think is going to be a kind of low-key right. Halloween gathering I'm going to, and for last minute, I feel like it's, it's like, totally appropriate. No, that's a good one. It's not my best, but... Um, one year I was just a giant oscillating fan and yeah. I went around to people and I just said, hey, I'm a big fan. And people were like, <laughs> That's, that was literally all the laugh I got. So, well, yeah, we're talking about Halloween stuff because it is the Halloween episode. Yep. John has prepared a quiz about the history of Halloween, which is mm-hmm. kind of our go-to on holidays, which I'm excited about. And I've just labeled my quiz Halloween fun. It's just random Halloween facts, got some pop culture things in there. And we're just going to cover all things Halloween. Yeah. On a, on what's your what's your sort of well you know what maybe we just go to tidy up first and then we'll we'll get into the quiz yeah. with uh, that with sounds more, good with more follow up. All right, let's tidy things up. Tidy up before we go go any further with the show show. Tidy up before we go go fix our mistakes tonight. I wanna get it right. We always like to tidy things up if we have errors from previous episodes. This is where we do it. I don't think you had any errors from last episode that we were called out on, at least, right? I don't think so, Um, but I can say we are up to 10 patrons now. Hey, we got a new one, right? Yeah, we did. Would you like to say who it is? I should because it's my sister, so it's probably it's probably my territory. Yeah, my sister Erica, who, as you know, well, if, if you've been listening, my brother's girlfriend is a patron of ours, Brooke, mm-hmm. 
and I've made many references. And my dad is a patron. And when my dad signed up, his name is Bob, but his legal name is Robert. And so we found out Robert had Robert Shots had become a patron. I thought it was my brother, so I was all excited. I was like, my brother loves me. And turns out he's not a patron. His girlfriend is. And um, the reason I say that is because my sister, who we would like to give a very warm thank you to mm-hmm. for signing up to be our, a patron of ours, wrote an email along with it that I'll that I'll quickly read. She said one thing I wanted to say is that I signed up to be a Patreon slash patron slash paid logger. So does that mean I love Kevin more than Robert loves Kevin, but maybe less than Brooke? And I think that's a pretty <laughs> accurate, you know, yeah, I think at this point, because you're a patron and my brother Robert is not, that yes, my sister loves me more than my brother, but a little less than, than my brother's girlfriend, Brooke, because she became a patron first. So, and I say all this after my brother spent an enormous amount of money on me to take me to a Dodger game and some very good all-you-can-eat seats. And I'm, and, I'm, and I'm still denying that he loves me. So, I mean, I, I will say that my sister hasn't become one yet. That's but true. we have put her to work some, so she has, she has helped us out. Yeah, she, not only has she been a guest, but she's also helped us with putting the quizzes on our website mm-hmm. in the past. So she's, a, she's putting labor in. She is. And that's, that's her contribution. Mm-hmm. The last thing that my, my sister kind of added a tidy up, she, she spent a lot of time catching up on episodes. She was really behind. She said, there's a semi-recent one that I loved is the Bigfoot episode. She says, you guys were talking about a Bigfoot musical. And first, please make that happen. Thank you, Erica, <laughs> we will. But second, there's already sort of been a Bigfoot musical in Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny, one of my favorite scenes is when Jack Black is flying on the back mm-hmm. of a Sasquatch singing. You, you've seen this movie, yeah, right, John? Yeah, I, I completely forgot about it, too. I can't believe I did because it's so funny. And I, I don't know if you... I went back and rewatched it. And it once yeah, I got no, this I email. haven't rewatched it yet. It's been a while oh since I watched it. Oh, my God. I was laughing. Look, that movie is, is a hit-or-miss movie. I like it because I love Jack Black. I love mm-hmm. Tenacious D. But it's not the best movie that's ever been made. But that scene, it's a, it's a, I won't spoil it too much, but it's a mushroom trip that Jack Black's character is having. And he meets Sasquatch. And they, and it's he's played by John C. Riley, by the way, which mm-hmm. I didn't know. And Sasquatch has this little baby voice. And it's just so, and I told our, I told our Bigfoot expert, uh, Devin, who was a guest on it, I told him about it. He had not seen that scene. So he was all excited to watch it too. Um, good call, Erica. That was one that we definitely missed. Mm-hmm. It was. Okay, John, do you feel, do things feel pretty tidy to you? They feel pretty tidy to me. Yep, they feel, they feel tidy up. All right, well, let's get into quiz time. It's time to take a quiz or two. Like a genius podcast doing this for you. You may fail, but it ain't no lie, baby, it's quiz time. Don't really want this quiz to be tough. I just want to pass one because I failed enough. So, John, what I was going to ask you before I interrupted myself, mm-hmm. what is your excitement level around Halloween? Like, where does Halloween rank in your favorite holidays? Do you get excited about it? Do you not care? Do you, uh, what, where are you at? I think I'm somewhere in between not care and excited. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I think it just depends on the year and, you know, what's happening and, and everything. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. You, I do, I do enjoy the candy. Yes. That so. is, that is what the hol- Halloween spirit is all about is eating candy. Just mm-hmm. like Christmas is about the presents, right? And, yeah, it depends on who you talk to. <laughs> um, is your son going trick or treating? Is that something that you do? Or um, he normally goes with his mom, um, okay, uh-huh. because his stepdad's mom is a fantastic costume creator. Oh, like, really? Like, so's like 
I I think she used to do something professionally with that, but she makes uh, costumes for all of the grandkids. This year, I guess everyone's doing skeletons. So he's okay. he's going as a skeleton this year. It's not your it's well, I was gonna say it's not your grandma's skeleton, but it's literally his grandma's skeleton. But it's 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 like a it's like a good, it's like a, right. a cool looking skeleton, is what you're That's saying. That's my understanding. Well, that'll be fun. I asked just because, you know, I was thinking about Halloween on my walk today and I kind of forget until Halloween rolls around how much I love the Halloween season. I just love, I love the creativity that goes into creating costumes. It goes into decorations. Mm -hmm. There's a, when I go on my walks, um, I have a little neighborhood and there's all these Halloween decorations and there's one house that has a Krampus. Do you know Krampus, the yep. evil Santa? Did I already share this with you? I probably did. No, but I evil know I know of Krampus. Yeah, he's like an e he's. I, I mean, the 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 nutshell version is he's an evil Santa Claus. I know there's much more to it than that, but it's this. It's a tear. In fact, let's post it on socials. I'll send you a picture <laughs> and we'll put it on our stories or something. It's this terrifying looking evil Santa Claus with hooves, mm -hmm. and he's got these long fingers and rings on them, and it and he moves back and forth, and it's my favorite <laughs> thing ever. So, anyways, I get really excited about the Halloween season, and. and and so that's why I'm excited for this episode. Okay, so I think I was going to ask the first question. Is that right? Yep. By the way, we are all tied up, right, in terms of our total wins and losses. I believe so. Okay, so this is the first question on just kind of general fun Halloween stuff. According to research done by CandyStore.com, what is America's favorite Halloween candy? Is it candy corn, Skittles, Snickers, or Reese's Cups? I'm going to say candy corn, even though I absolutely hate candy corn. It's one of those pink starburst. They are my one of my least favorite ones. But yet, for some reason, you always get them. Well, one, I always get them. But two, like it's the one that everyone else wants. Yeah, I like the pink starburst. I prefer the yellow. Oh, see. Oh, you know what? That's hilarious, John, because I was going to say yellow is my least favorite, but that makes perfect sense because we learned in a previous episode, mm -hmm. you love lemon flavored things and lemon heads and yeah. things like that. So uh, just because of that logic, that reasoning, I'm just going to go with candy corn. You're going to lock it in? Yeah. And I also think I remember hearing something this year about there being a shortage of it too. So oh, <laughs> that's funny. I have not heard that, but that would... That would give you more evidence for that. All right. So you're locking in candy corn, America's favorite Halloween candy. Yep. That is incorrect, John. Sorry. You know, Snickers? and I could have given you, I, I maybe could have given you more information. It is Reese's Cups. Ah. Reese's Cups is number one in America. I'm okay with that. What candy corn, what candy corn, what candystore.com did is they looked at 14 years of sales data from 2007 to 2021. And they said they looked particular at the months leading up to Halloween. Ah. And they also say they have relationships with major candy manufacturers and distributors, and they all contributed to the research. So uh, a quick rundown of the top 10, uh, starting from one is one is Reese's Cups, two is Skittles, three is M&Ms, four is Starburst, five is Hot Tamales, six is Sour Patch Kids, which might be my favorite, seven is Hershey Kisses, eight is Snickers, nine is Tootsie Pops, 10 is Candy Corn. So ah. it did crack the top 10 at least. Yeah. And John, one, a special addition to this, and it's so funny that you brought it up, is they also did a breakdown by state. And any guess what, what Indiana's favorite candy is? Uh, Starburst. It is Starburst. <laughs> yeah, it was hilarious that you brought it up. The top three for Indiana were Starburst, Hot Tamales, and Jolly Ranchers. The top three for California, Reese's, Skittles, and M&M's. And by the way, there is one state. I, I, It's so funny that you mentioned the lemon. There's one state that Lemon Heads is number one for. It's, a pro it's basically a shot in the dark. Do you want to take a random guess, though? I'm going to guess somewhere in the Northeast. 
<laughs> a decent guess. It's in the South, Louisiana. Ah. I don't know. I don't know what, why, or what Oops. the logic is, but yeah. So there you go. There's there's your um, okay. there's your candy okay. knowledge for for stepping into Halloween. Well, so on mine, uh, we're starting off true false. Okay, bring it in. Halloween means Saints' evening. Ooh, wow. True or false? True Halloween or false. means Saints' evening. See, like I think of. Um, Things that are coming to mind is All Hallows Eve, right? Mm -hmm. I've heard that before. I know there's Dia de los Muertos, which is the day after the day. It's the day of the dead. But Halloween itself, Saints Evening. Mm -hmm. I'm really tempted to choose false because I, I want to say it means something else. In fact, I want to say it means like I don't. I don't know if Hallows Eve is the right thing, but. I'm going to choose false and just take a, take a roll of the dice and say that that means something else that I don't know what it is. Incorrect. Dang. Dang. It, Saints evening. Yeah. Well, and so you're, you're correct in hollows Eve, mm -hmm. but hollow means saint. Halloween is, is basically the shortened version of all hollows Eve. And so hollows is actually meaning saint. So the day after Halloween is all saints day or all hollows day. So it, it is the night before it's the Saints all Hallows evening. Day. Right. That makes sense. Good explanation on that. Good explanation. I like it. And the saints, these are the saints of candy, right? <laughs> saints of candy corn specifically. Yeah, maybe. I. It's, you know, it's something that's been around for 1300 years, give or take, in some fashion. That's much longer than I get. I would guess most people would assume Halloween's been around in some form. All right. So number two for my quiz. Right now we're both 0 for 1, correct? W Correct. Okay, so here's number two on the Halloween funness. So there's an image on this one. It's mm -hmm. of one of my two Halloween EPs. I released some Halloween songs that I, I'll get into later, but which of the following is not a title of one of Kevin's Halloween songs? And here are the four title options. Candy corn. Twice the candy means twice the fun. Pumpkin genocide or... When I say holla, you say ween, which is not a title of one of my Halloween songs. I'm going to go with Candy Corn again. I was going to say, I was like, oh, you have a chance to choose the same answer twice yeah. in a row. <laughs> and, and I think just because of that, I, I, I need to. So you're saying Candy Corn is I'm, not I'm, I'm the saying, title of, of one of my songs. Correct. All right, John, you are incorrect. Ah. Candy Corn is the title of one of my songs. The incorrect answer, uh, this is not one of my song titles. When I say holla, you say ween. So I've released two EPs. I, they're on mm -hmm. Bandcamp. They're each, they each have like, I think, five songs on them. And the first one was over 10 years ago. I think it was 2010. And I wanted the album title to be called When I Say Holla, You Say Ween. <laughs> and I was working with a friend at the time, and I remember he just thought that was over the top. And he and I are, it's funny, we have very different senses of humor. He's very, right. he's much more subtle than I am. And in hindsight, I'm like, I wish I had done it. I think, <laughs> but I have performed songs from just in very small places from the EP. And I do mm -hmm. a little breakdown where I say, ah, when I say holla, you say ween, holla, ween. Holla. Anyways, Candy Corn is a song. And in fact, John, if you, if you would allow me to, I would like to play this song for you in the audience. Sure. It's a very short song. It's extremely short. It's 12 seconds, I believe. So uh, without further ado, you ready for this? Yep. All right, here's Candy Corn. Candy Corn, Candy Corn, don't you know you got me torn? Because I don't know which part to fight, yellow, orange, or white. Yeah. Nice. See, because there's three colors on it, yellow, orange, and white. 
And yeah. so which part are you going to bite? And then ever since I wrote that song, every time I have a, a <laughs> candy corn, I'm like, ooh, which part am I going to bite first? And it's usually the top part. The one thing I will say, and this is just my preface of like, it, so if people are like, oh, I want to hear these songs. Mm -hmm. These songs are not totally representative of me anymore. <laughs> I'm not necessarily ashamed of them, but they're musically, sty stylistically, they're very different. Some of the lyrics are like, they were sort of appropriate back then, but now they're, now that we- You've grown. Yeah, I've grown. We've grown as a culture. So I don't normally go out in public and talk about a lot of these songs, but there are a few that uh, that I'll that I'll pull out, such as Candy Corn from time to time. Nice. All right, John. So um, you're 0 for 2. I'm 0 for 2. Candy Corn is not helping you out. And I'm, I'm 0 for 1 to start, but let's find out if I can go 0 for 2 like you. So in the first, the last question I asked, you know, we just established that in general, Halloween is a Christian holiday, right? Uh-huh. But what non-Christian holiday do some historians say influenced Halloween? Oh. Holy, mm -hmm. Samhain, the Ooh. fall equinox, or Beltane? And the second one you said Samhain, right? Yep. But it's spelled S-A-M-H-A-I-N, so I would have thought it was Samhain. It sounds like a sounds like a businessman. Hey, I'm Sam Hain, businessman. <laughs> um, I I don't. Is it? It's Holly or Holly? You just said it, and I can't even remember. I believe it's Holly. Or okay, I, and I, I was just gonna say I've heard of this, but clearly I have no clue really what it is. I'm very I'm kind of culturally and religiously uh, disconnected. I don't know any of these except for the fall equinox, which is what I want to choose. But is I guess the fall equinox is considered a holiday what non-christian holiday do some historians say influence halloween it's, it's either i choose fall equinox or i choose any one of the other three at random and i don't know which way i'm going to go just yet see so i feel like if i'm just choosing at random then i have a one in three shot <laughs> right and so i might as well just go with the one that i feel like is is a gut reaction so i'm just going to say the fall equinox incorrect yeah I figured. <laughs> in fact it is actually Samhain. Sawin. Yeah. Sawin. Yep. Spelled Sam Hain. Yeah. Uh, that's the, the Gaelic spelling for you. Got it. Sawin is a Gaelic festival marking the end of the harvest season and beginning of winter. Kind of the same time of year, you know, and it, in the Gaelic cultures before, you know, Christianity came and took over everything. Some of what the, you know, Christians did was started to bring in some of the pagan and holidays and everything into the Christian religion to get people to convert a little bit easier. And so some people think that maybe some of the traditions for All Hallows Eve, Halloween, kind of got pulled in from Samhain. So it was a recruiting effort. Kind of, yeah. Samhain, Samhain. I don't know, man. I mean, I, I literally knew zero about anything to do with that question. So you've really <laughs> enlightened me. Well done. We have both, uh, we are both off to a very hot start. And by hot, I mean, we both missed <laughs> the first two questions. This is true. I was just going to ask you to make conversation, but I realized this question will lead into it. I was going to ask if you had a favorite Halloween movie, but instead we can get to that. But I will just read this next question. What is the highest grossing horror film of all time? Not necessarily a ha Halloween film. Highest grossing horror film of all time. This is worldwide box office. Is it The Exorcist, The Sixth Sense, It, or The Blair Witch Project? I don't know if we've talked. I feel like we've talked about this a little bit, but I absolutely hate horror movies. Oh, interesting. Okay. I, I don't think we have talked yeah. about it. Have you seen any of these four? Exorcist, Sixth Sense, It, or The Blair Witch Project? I have seen 
the newest version of it, like the remake of it, like yeah. part one. I never saw part two. That is what this is referring to. The other right. one was a TV. It was a TV only release. Right. So I've not seen the sixth sense, but I know the plot of it. You know, the big spoiler at the yeah. end, you know that he sees dead people, right? Spoiler alert. I, I mean, and I'm actually not a huge M night Shyamalan fan to begin with. Oh, I am. Uh, but then his, his, they kind of teetered off as right. it went, but yeah. You know, Blair Witch Project, I knew about it. Never saw it though, huh? Never saw it. Never wanted to, to be honest. <laughs> and I mean, The Exorcist, it, it's, The Exorcist is old enough to where it's just a part of culture, you know, everyone. Sure. You know, all basically all you need to know yeah. about it without having seen it. It, it. It's funny. You ask me to sit down and write something fictional, I can't do it. But as soon as I start watching a horror movie, my mind just goes into overdrive and it just starts thinking of all these issues, like different, like, yeah. It gets your ma- your overactive yeah. imagination yeah. and goes I, to I, scary I places. Like yeah. Wow. How about that? That's your that's like your kryptonite. I I will uh, say as you before you choose an answer. I'm I'm mm-hmm. not the biggest horror fan either, but when I do sit down to watch them, I'm super into them. Right. Like it takes a lot for me to push that play button. I equate it to I equate it to spicy food. Uh, some people love spicy food. I like spicy food, but I have to I have to really like prep for it. I have to say, right. you know what? I want spicy food. I'm gonna. And it's a, it's an experience that's like oh yeah there's something tingly about this and that's you're, you're ready for me. to deal with the repercussions of it and- <laughs> yeah exactly not being able to sleep at night I've got, yeah. I've seen some really good horror movies in the last few years that I that I am a fan of but uh, yeah it takes a lot to get me to watch them like like it's not that I don't enjoy thrillers and stuff like that it's it's the the jump scares I I just don't see the fun of like the saw movies and stuff like that. I, I'm okay with violence in movies, but that's just <laughs> gratuitous. I guess I get what you're saying. I get yeah. what you're saying. And you have to be in the right, the God, the, uh, the saw movies has one of the most disturbing scenes I've ever seen. Right. The syringe pit. I, that's all I'll say. It's, <laughs> it's just, I can't, I will never be able to get that out of my head and the feeling of it. So a question that I've got. Yes. About this. Is uh-huh. is it accounting for like inflation and the and the value of the dollar changing, or is um, it just a number? It's just a number. Okay, because I I feel like if it accounted for inflation and stuff, then it might be The Exorcist. But mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. that's so old, you know, movies were like you know fifty cents, <laughs> yeah, versus the <laughs> twenty in some places. I'm gonna have to go with it. It is the highest grossing horror film of all time. That's your choice. Yep. That is correct, John. Good job. Good logic. Good question to ask as well. Yeah, that's. I think that's part of the biggest reason is that it's. Yeah. Uh, it was a recent movie, seven hundred, almost seven hundred million dollars, or a little over seven hundred million dollars worldwide, making it the number one horror movie of all time. Okay. And it chapter two is number eleven on that list. So it obviously did really well for itself. Blair Witch Project is pretty far down. It's 41. I, I kind of just threw that in because it had been mentioned in our documentary episode, I think, or something like that. It was in one of those episodes. And by the way, I ended up going into a, a deep rabbit hole of reading. There were two more Blair Witch movies mm-hmm. and I read the plot of, I was like, okay, instead of watching them, I'm just going to read the plot. And they sounded, <laughs> they actually sounded pretty decent, but who knows how they actually looked. Um, Sixth Sense, number two. Sixth Sense is number two. I'll read you the top five really quick, which is kind of, they're kind of funny. Number five is Kong Skull Island. I would, it's like, I wouldn't even consider King Kong a horror movie. No, that's just an action Uh, movie. Yeah. And King Kong is number six, followed that World War Z number seven. I'm going, I'm kind of going the other way, but okay. uh, Five is Kong Skull Island. Four is I Am Legend with Will Smith, which I guess I more consider that. It deals with vampires. It is zombies. Yeah. It is like zombie disease illness. So I get that. I thought it was vampires. Well, 
it's an illness that they get. I think they're supposed to be zombies and they can only come out at night. If they come out during the sun, their, their skin burns. Well, isn't that a vampire? Yes, but it's also, isn't a zombie, it, they, are, they are real people who get an illness who then right. they're now the undead. So I think it's, maybe it's a zombie vampire hybrid is what we're dealing with. Yeah. It is a great movie. Um, that's number four. Number three is War of the Worlds. Number two is Sixth Sense. Number one is It. All right, John, well done. What, what do we got, John? Where are we at now? Question number three. Uh-huh. I'm over two. You're one for three. Yep. Let's do this. Which century did Irish and Scottish immigrants bring Halloween to the United States? Seventeenth, eighteenth, nineteenth, or twentieth. So we know, kind of based on what you're saying, that that ho- some form of Halloween or or um, All Saints Day, Saints Evening, has been around for for a long, long time. Right. When did Irish and Scottish immigrants bring Halloween to the U.S.? Well, when did Irish and Scottish immigrants come to the U.S.? There's a there's a question. I I mean, that's a good question. <laughs> um, wow. Well, I, and here you know, I'm also thinking. Okay, when were like witch trials happening? And and I don't not that I don't know that those are. I don't think those are associated with Halloween in any way, shape, or form, other than the witch factor. So let me rephrase the question a little bit. In what century did Irish and Scottish migrants bring many of the Halloween customs? To the U.S. Okay, okay, interesting. I, again, I'm not good with history. I kind of want to choose the earliest one. I think I am because I could because I'll just uh, debate to nothing for no end. I'm gonna I'm just gonna say the 17th century. Incorrect. Dang it! It's actually the 19th, and and you're you were actually kind of headed in that direction when you were trying to figure out when were Irish and Scottish immigrants coming uh, to the U.S. Yeah, which I don't think I would have known anyways. Right. But <laughs> so, I mean, it was the 1800s. That's the 19th century, right? Um, a lot of immigrants came from Ireland, Scotland there, Ireland and Scotland then. And so they brought a lot of the, the customs that had been developed um, in that part of the world over the, the past. And so when they immigrated, they brought their customs with them. And then it kind of just went from there. Do you know what those customs look like? I mean, is it anything like today, anything close to today, like mask wearing or? Yeah, the mask wearing and, um, you know, bobbing for apples and carving jack-o'-lanterns and, and, you know, a lot of that type of thing. You know, I've some of the trick-or-treating, um, that was kind of a thing then too that was brought over. Yeah, and, and it's it's interesting because you're hitting on on sort of why I like Halloween so much because mm-hmm. it's, I think a, a, on a very superficial level, you think of, okay, trick-or-treating on the day of, but there's so much buildup and activities that go beforehand, the pumpkin right. carving, the bobbing for apples, the decorating, the and then the many branches of horror and Dracula and mm-hmm. witches. And so thank you yeah. to Irish and Scottish immigrants for coming over and bringing pumpkins and carving faces in them. I mean, and, and before it became known as trick or treating, it was actually known as guising as in disguises, guising. Guising. Um, I like so. it. Like you're going and you're just, you don't know who I am. So give me, give me all your food. Pretty much. <laughs> That's cool, man. All right. Well, I'm over three, which makes sense because it's, it's about history. So, and my quiz about fun, you're one for three on, which makes sense because you're just a fun guy, John. <laughs> uh, here's number four. And this is, you know, it's a little bit niche of a question, mate, potentially, but throughout the nine seasons of The Office, which I don't know your experience with The Office. So it's kind of a roll of the dice. Um, throughout the nine seasons of The Office, which of the following was not one of Jim's Halloween costumes? Is it Facebook? Three Hole Punch, Popeye, or Michael Scott? I have watched some of The Office. Okay. Not much. 
But I will say I, I had scrolled up maybe a little too far and started to uh, see the picture of Ernest below. So <laughs> I'm, I'm excited for question five. Um, Good. Yeah, that's that's what we call a tease in the business. I'm assuming he dressed up as Michael Scott at least once, if not more times, <laughs> just even on, not on Halloween. Um, I feel like a three hole punch is something that, you know, they would have done just because they could. Uh-huh. Um, I'm just going to go with Popeye. Popeye, and you locking that in? Popeye yep. was not one of Jim's Halloween costumes? All right, Correct. that is incorrect. Aww. He was Popeye, and it was sort of his least creative costume. I actually didn't, never saw this episode. I just read the synopsis <laughs> of it. Uh, Michael Scott is actually, he never was Michael no. Scott for Halloween. He may have dressed up as Michael Scott outside of it. I can't, it, I was almost going to put Dwight Schrute as an answer, but I didn't want that to be too confusing because Jim has dressed up as Dwight Schrute, but it was never for the occasion of Halloween. The The Facebook costume was when he literally wrote the word book across his face. So he was Facebook. Three hole punch is when he put just three black circles on his shirt and, um, and he was a three hole punch. Popeye was an episode where I believe he and um, he and Pam were already married by this time. And I believe what it was is that they were dressing up as olive oil and Popeye. And all he did was get a corn cob pipe and it really disappointed <laughs> Pam. So at the end of the episode, it was really sweet. He came in a full Popeye get up. Uh -huh. And then the other costumes that he's been is he he realized he forgot it was Halloween one year and he was just dressed in his normal suit and tie or whatever. And he's, he said, I'm one of the men in black guys. Like, cause he's got the, right. and then, uh, his sort of least creative costume. He was one of the big three on the Miami heat one year with Kevin and someone. So he was Chris Bosch. He was literally Chris Bosch. And he one time was Dave. He put a name tag that just said <laughs> Dave. And that was his, that was another one of his costumes. I figured there's a yeah. office is a pretty big cultural phenomenon. So I figured there'd be people who would appreciate that question. And by the way, this is a rant. This doesn't really have much of a segue to it, but we were talking about teasers. I forgot mm -hmm. to tease that at the very end of this episode. So after the theme song plays, I am going to include one more of my Halloween songs at the end of it. It's another short one. It's less than a minute. It's like 53 seconds long. So it's uh, hopefully will be, hopefully it'll be worth the wait. And I'm, <laughs> I'm going to do no more hyping up of it than that. That's your treat at the end of this episode. Sounds good. All right. Uh, so you, I was about to call you Jim. <laughs> John, <laughs> you were one for four, correct? After that question. Yeah. One for four. So I'm still in the game, man. I'm over three and we're yeah. going on to number four for Halloween history. So before pumpkins, what was used to carve jack-o'-lanterns, <laughs> turnips, uh -huh. squash, potatoes, or onions? Squash jumps out to me as a pumpkin is a squash, right? Or is a, is a gourd. A pumpkin is a gourd. And I believe a squash is a gourd. So it sort of mm -hmm. makes sense that it could be squash. I, I would think about the uh, previous question. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. Yes. The 19th century. Oh, yes. Oh, oh, you've given me a great clue. This Okay. If your clue just led me to this, I will say this is what I was leaning towards. Because of the Irish culture, potatoes were our big Irish crop, whatever you want to call. I know there was a famine uh, of potatoes also. My thought was that, you know, they started with potatoes and they realized that the potatoes don't hold up very well, you know, or they go bad real quick. I mean, I guess so do so do pumpkins, if if we're really being honest, but maybe they decided, okay, you know, it would last a lot longer as some other sort of gourd uh, fruit. Is, is a gourd a fruit or is it just a gourd? It's a fruit. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, look at me go. Uh, I'm going to choose potatoes, John. I'm going to lock in potatoes. Incorrect. Dang it. You led me, you led me down the false path. Not quite. Not quite. <laughs> it's turnip or rutabaga. I just rutabaga. went down the wrong. Yeah. 
Rutabaga, uh, both great words. Yep. Turnip and rutabaga. Yeah, they, they would uh, carve turnips uh, because pumpkin is a native fruit to the Americas. It's so um, weird to call a pumpkin a fruit. It is, right? but it's it just is. like, it's just like, weird to call it that. Just like squashes, watermelons, cucumbers, all fruits and all related if memory serves. I have a so. song called Fruits and Veggies and I didn't know any of those things. I feel like I'm not allowed <laughs> to have that song anymore. We were just talking about that, Kevin. You, you've grown as a person since then. So. Yes. Thank you, John. Thank you. That's in the pre-show, by the way. You sign up to be a patron. You can listen to our pre-show and hear, was that in the pre-show or was that in the real show? <laughs> no, it was, it was in the real show. Okay, well, either way, I just plugged the pre-show. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it was turnips. Um, you, you were correct in thinking root vegetable. Okay. So, yeah. you know, turnips are, are pretty hard. Yeah. Um, and do you know why they made the switch? Or it just became uh, more culturally? Well, as, you know, pumpkins were a native thing to the U.S. They're bigger, easier to carve. But like with the, with the turnip ones, from my understanding, uh, the kids would actually carry them as lanterns. Oh, it would literally be their lanterns. Yeah, to help scare away evil spirits and stuff when they're walking at night on Halloween. That's great. That's great. I've taught my nephew. He has this little lantern toy mm-hmm. and um, it's got a cute little face on it. And I've taught him to hold it out as he's walking and turn it on and say, who goes there? <laughs> who goes there? And he'll say it in this. He'll, he'll try to do that voice and he does it he does it pretty good for him. So anyways, maybe I'll have him carry around. Oh, that's cute because if you think about it, when you trick or treat and they have those little plastic jack-o'-lantern ones, it's mm-hmm. kind of like you're carrying around that light. Yeah. That's very cool, John. And I've just opened the door for you to seal a win here Yeah. because I'm 0 for 4. I, I had a chance, I did, much like the Dodgers, they just had to win to force the game seven and they didn't get the win. So you get this question right and you'll win the episode. And I, I'm not feeling great about my chances based on your excitement because it's a pretty, if you know the Ernest movies, it's a mm-hmm. very simple question. It is. If you don't know the Ernest movies, then it's a fun thing to debate. And I think you already know the answer, but. And I love the Ernest movies. Okay. And so do I. And we may need to do a whole episode on Ernest movies. And before I even ask the question, let's just quickly explain. If you don't know who Ernest is, he's a he's a character created by Jim Varney and he started an advertise. he literally was a, a uh, in commercials and then became a character and he has all he has a series mm-hmm. of movies that are sort of like cheesy comedies and he does all these impressions and I don't I just get so excited talking about him that I don't do a very good accurate like description of who he is but I love all the Ernest movies and I highly recommend it to the new generation of children oh, yeah. coming up in this world. So here's the question, which of the following is the correct title of the Ernest Halloween movie? Is it the Ernest Halloween movie? Ernest Scared Stupid, Ernest Trick or Treats, or Ernest Saves Halloween? It's Ernest Scared Stupid. It is. <laughs> it is. And I love it. And I had a lot of fun making up those titles. And not that they're crazy clever. But yeah, Ernest Scared Stupid, which um, I won't go as far to say that I watch every year on Halloween, though I probably should. But I do. I did watch it last year and I had a, it was actually a really nice time with my sister. Um, you know, the night was kind of young and we were like, well, we should watch a Halloween movie. And we kind of were taking our time to decide which one to watch. We watched Ernest Scared Stupid and it was so much fun. And um, yeah. I'm, I'm still in all the Ernest Thunder. But what's your experience with the Ernest movies? I mean, Ernest Saves Christmas and Ernest Goes to Jail, I think, are the two that I've watched the most. Okay. It's okay. been a while since I've watched Ernest Scared Stupid, and I might have to try and find that somewhere on the, the internet to watch later this week with Jacob. So Yeah, you should. And you know what, John? And I, I mean that obviously I'm very mm-hmm. biased as an Ernest fan. It holds up. It's good. actually a pretty good 
Halloween movie. It's not, you know, it's yeah. it's it's got a little bit of like scariness in a in a mm-hmm. kid friendly way. Right. Um, I also like it because it's a time before CGI. So the the I won't spoil what the monster is in this right. movie, but the monster is like a legit thing in front of you that mm-hmm. looks that looks creepy, and I I love that. Uh, Ernest Goes to Camp, by the way, is my most watched Ernest movie and probably my favorite. That's probably, of the ones that I've seen, I know that there's a couple I haven't seen. So of the ones that I've seen, I think that's the one that I've seen the least. Oh, God. It, it's, God, it's, I mean, obviously I'm a, we're both camp people, but as a right. camp person, oh, yeah. um, there, there are later Ernest movies, which I don't think are worth the watch. I haven't seen some of them, including yeah. Ernest Slam Dunks and Ernest Goes to Africa. I started watching Ernest Goes to School, which is one of his later ones, and I like couldn't get past the first couple I, scenes. I, and was, I think there's one where you like Ernest joins the army or something like that. Yes, there is. And I know I haven't seen that one, either. <laughs> but the early Ernest scared, stupid Ernest goes to jail. Ernest saves Christmas. Ernest uh, goes to camp. Those mm-hmm. are the four I can definitely, definitely vouch yeah. for. And, and don't forget that Jim Varney was in the Beverly Hillbillies movie. He was, he was Jed Clampett in the Beverly Hillbilly movies. And he's the voice of Slinky, the dog in the original two mm-hmm. uh, toy stories. Yeah. He, he sadly, not to make, take a sad turn, he sadly died of lung cancer several years back now. And yeah. I, a true American treasure, that man. And I yeah. mean it, man. What a gift to this world. I love Ernest. All right, John. Well, let's see if I can at least get one right on, <laughs> on this history quiz. The last question for Halloween history. I, I, you could have easily asked this question in yours as well. But when did the first haunted house open? And the, the haunted house is in quotes, meaning something that's very similar to it was designed to be haunted. Okay. So, and again, you don't have to necessarily explain right. thoroughly, but it's not necessarily an actual haunted house. It could right. be, but it was, it was more of an attraction. Exactly. Okay. Uh, 1969, uh-huh. 1915, 1986, or 1954. Interesting. Yeah. You know, first 1969 kind of jumped out to me. Uh, 86 seems too current. It feels like by then there would already be haunted houses that people would go to. Um, 69 jumped out, but you know, as I'm really thinking about this, this definitely seems like an, a little bit more of an old timey kind of thing. Like, Oh, come check out the haunted house and see the ghosts and the goblins. And the, you know, like, and I, I think I want to, I mean, at the risk of going over five, <laughs> I kind of think I want to choose 1915. Like it was a, there, it was just sort of a, a fun thing that they invited. I, maybe it wasn't even for kids necessarily. I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it was more of an adult thing, but um, I don't know. Just cause I've, just cause I've kind of already been leaning that way. Let's go with 1915. Let's lock it in. Correct. Yeah, Kevin got one. (laughs) Yeah, it was uh, in 1915. It's what's known as, well, it was the first recorded purpose-built haunted attraction. Purpose-built haunted attraction. Okay. And it was in uh, Lip Hook, England, and it was called the Orton and Spooner Ghost House. Uh, so my accent was, it was incorrect because it wasn't an American sales pitch person. It was a British one. <laughs> and from what I'm, my understanding is it more closely resembled a, like a carnival funhouse, but okay. it was powered by steam. Wow. Um, and it actually still exists. I don't know if it's still open. Uh, okay. The other dates I gave you, uh, the last one is just a number that I made up. 1969 uh, was when the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland opened. Nice, John. Nice. Um, and and that's kind of seen as the first haunted house attraction in America. And then the other number, 1986, 
Uh, that was when the Fright Fest at Six Flags first started. Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay. John, you've opened up so many pathways in my head that I don't know which way I'm going to go first. Uh, Haunted Mansion, the movie with Eddie Murphy mm-hmm. wasn't terrible. I watched it last year. I, I was, it was better than I expected, but I will also admit that I really like sort of child friendly hollow. I don't like kiddie Halloween movies, right. but child friendly adventure Halloween movies. In fact, I watched Hubie Halloween, which is Adam Sandler's Netflix Halloween movie, thinking I was it was going to be like a joke of a movie, like just mm-hmm. a, a disaster. I, I I really liked it. I really <laughs> liked it. But I say that with the preface of I like this style of movie. Right. Secondly, Haunted Mansion opening in 1969 reminds me that as I was researching Ernest stuff, he did a, I think it was just a TV sort of movie. And it was basically one big advertisement for Splash Mountain. <laughs> and he he was he was the first person to ride Splash Mountain in this. At least that was the buildup in the story that they were telling. And he, this, it's showing him doing all these all this training. Um, and what was the other thing that caught that? Oh, I know what it was going to be. But, I mean, you mentioned Six Flags Fright Fest. I was going to ask you mm-hmm. what you know in in your part of the world. Are there a lot of like haunted houses, theme park attractions, things like that? Because we have a lot of that stuff going on here in LA, and I wonder what your experience with that is. Yeah, I mean, we there's at Indy, there's a big one called the Indy Scream Park where they've got like, I think I saw on the billboard last night, like eight different attractions at one place. Just like horror movies, I am not a fan of haunted houses. <laughs> Same here. Same here, dude. <laughs> you know, and then there's also, I know some churches put on, oh, you God. know, oh, yeah. I got a story for you. Yeah, th- th- those types <laughs> of haunted houses. I definitely got invited to a haunted house when I was a church haunted house when I was in high school and my best friend and I go through it and they literally in each room you step in and they're screaming about the fact that they're going to hell because they had premarital sex. Right. And I was too young to really realize just how like, are you kidding me? Like, is this Mm -hmm. really what we're doing? Uh, But in hindsight, and then we ended in a room where we sat down and probably got pamphlets about the church. And I was like, oh, we're just being recruited for church. Okay, where's our candy? Can we go now? (laughs) Uh, all right, John. Well, you won this episode. Great job by getting two correct and I got one correct, yep. proving that we we don't know a whole lot about Halloween, but you have uh, far less lack of genius than I do. <laughs> that was the most confusing way I could have said that, but you won. Good job. Thank you. Oh, you know what? We I just realized for, for next week, I believe on our calendar, we have our collection items, things mm-hmm. that we collected when we were kids. And for me, there is actually a Halloween tie-in. One thing that I collected is troll dolls. And if you're not familiar, I'll obviously get more into this, but they're the mm-hmm. little dolls with the bright colored hair and the little gem on the belly. Yep. And the Halloween time is that one year I was a troll doll and I um, I didn't, I wasn't quite ballsy enough to go shirtless and put a gem on me. I wore a skin color, a, a white person skin color shirt. And, um, and my hair was really long at the time. And so I literally sat upside down and sprayed my hair with <laughs> hairspray and <laughs> stayed there for like 30 minutes and then stood up and it stayed up. And nice. it was, uh, it was, yeah, it was quite an accomplishment. So I'm doing troll dolls. What are you doing? Uh, I think uh, Magic the Gathering. That was Card what we game. decided. And I guess if we need to change it last minute, we can. But yeah, yeah, that's I know that has a huge following and something that you collected for mm-hmm. since you were young, right? Youngish. 12, 13. Okay, yeah. That's in that wheelhouse. Yeah. Um, so that'll be next week. Do what do you have anything that I'm that I'm missing or you wanted to add? Just that uh visually we might have something new coming out soon. Ooh, that's a little teaser, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have some. We have something a new a new thing to. God, we're trying to be coy about this, but a new thing to unveil. Yeah, I mean, and if you've listened to the past couple episodes, you, you've heard a name men- be mentioned a couple times that we've been working with him on something. Yes, this might be that thing. 
So this might be, in fact, yeah. it factually will be that thing. Yeah, it is. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a teaser. Much like I teased that there's a Halloween song after this theme song um, that you'll be able to listen to. It's called Cool Guy. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, happy Halloween, John. Happy Halloween to you. Enjoy being a lumberjack. Happy Halloween, listeners. I hope you have fun. I hope you get some candy. I hope you be creative and uh, and enjoy this creepy time of year. Well, the nice thing about being an adult is I can just go buy candy. <laughs> That's true. Or you can steal it from a kid on the street and make him cry and everybody wins. It's the Lack of Genius Podcast. In your ear holes at last. They don't know they're Mars and Venus. That's why it's the Lack of Genius Podcast. The Halloween party Who chose not to dress up No one likes you Go home